0: But hackers break in through social engineering. So if you don't train your employees how not to be a target, then it's basically like leaving your door open every day. So, you know, it's opportunistic hackers that come in because I get it. You know, the ones that are willing to invest in hacking a company may not target those smaller companies, but opportunistic hackers will definitely, you know, get in. It's easy targets. Why not?
1: You're listening to Gabriel Friedlander. Gabriel Friedlander is the owner of an organization called Wiser Training, where he's working on revolutionizing security awareness training for small businesses and organizations without a large budget. I really think you're going to like this podcast. Um, Gabriel has a lot of insight into the security awareness training and the attacks that small businesses face. So with that said, let's get to the show. Hi there, and welcome back to the SMB Cybercast Podcast, where it's all about helping small and medium enterprises and IT professionals learn cybersecurity, improve their defenses, and prevent breaches. If you want to take the security of your organization to the next level, then this is the right place for you. Welcome, and thanks for listening. This show is sponsored by CyberX. CyberX is a cybersecurity agency that specializes in the needs of small and medium enterprises. We believe that everyone is at the risk of attack these days, and that's obvious from the increase in attacks across the board. So if your company needs help with compliance, security, managed security operations, penetration testing, vulnerability management, or any other security need, feel free to reach out to us. You can send us a message at cyberx.tech slash contact. That's cyberx.tech slash contact. All right, let's get back to the show. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the SMB Cybercast Podcast. We have an amazing guest today. And without further ado, we're going to turn it over to Gabriel Friedlander from Wiser Training. Gabriel, thanks for being with us today.
2: And welcome.
0: Hi, thanks for uh, inviting me to talk today. Absolutely. Um, So, you know, I'm very passionate about cybersecurity for kids. It's a topic that I've been uh, covering for the past few months. And the reason is, is that, you know, we all have our personal life and we have our work life and they're connected, right? When something happens, for example, at home it influences us at work and the other way around. Right. And I think cybersecurity follows the same path. So as kids, you know, come back home and they connect to the network. If they have any viruses on their device or any malware that can go into our work computer and then into the organization. So, you know, beyond just, and we'll talk about the kids aspect. I think, things are connected. We cannot isolate the workspace from our home and from our personal life. People also um, do a lot of personal stuff at work. You know, they watch YouTube and they social media. So when we think about security awareness, we have to look at it holistically and not only, you know, phishing emails and stuff like that. Right. And for the younger generation, I think it's you know they're growing up in this cyber security world um in this cyberspace, and as parents, I believe uh, we need to educate them how to keep safe in this cyber world that they're growing into the same way we do in the physical world, right? when we teach them how to cross the road and when we talk we tell them don't talk to a stranger, so all those same good advice that we we got from our parents i think we need to apply this today into the cyber world and i think there's a lot to do there a lot of parents are not technical and they don't really know what their kids are doing in this cyberspace. so as a security vendor as specifically as a security awareness vendor I took it on myself to talk about this and to educate both kids and parents about this topic. Like I said, I think it's important uh, for so many reasons, but when I talk to organizations, I think it's also important for them to train their workforce also about um, things that happen at home. Uh, Yeah, that's that's interesting
1: you say that. um, Uh, An organization recently um, I had some dealings with, they were talking about um, their security awareness training for their um, employees, and they were having a hard time getting people to uh, attend the training. So then they changed the name of the training to how to keep your kids safe online, and they had like uh, nearly 100% people show up.
0: Totally. You know, when you see the benefit, people need personal benefits. You know, that's reality, right? So... When you tell people you should protect yourself from cyber attacks, from, you know, you should protect your kids. So when you give them that personal benefit of how to secure their own data or their own kids and they change their behavior at home, that will be applied at work. If they don't care at home about security, honestly, why would they care <laughs> about, you know, work security? Right. right. Um, so it's important to understand that. You know, we're talking to employees. These are people and we're changing them. We're asking them to change behavior. And if they don't care about their personal stuff, come on, like, why would they care about doing it at work?
1: Right, right. right.
0: So, you know, I came up with this mission to make security awareness available for everyone. Um, Wiser is offering a basic security awareness solution that is offered for free. Um, and another reason that I've done it is also to capture the attention of the SMB market, because I think they're also in, you know, in a very high risk that they just don't understand. Uh, many SMBs think they have nothing valuable for a hacker or a hacker will target um, maybe, you know, banks or companies that have more valuable information. but. They got it wrong because hackers today don't necessarily target a specific company. You no, know, they just spam malware everywhere. Right. And if your employees are not trained, they will be they will be clicking on links that are on social media. They will, you know, they will try to get that coupon for free, which is basically a phishing uh, attack. So SMBs have to be. They have to recognize this because when they get hacked, when they get hit, some of them are shut down. You know, right. it's just so bad. Many of them don't have backups at all. You know, or their backups are you know very old. And if you shut down a small startup for a week and they have POCs and customers and all of that, that's that's you know, that's really painful. Right, it is. So one
1: thing I to add to that that I liked I. Point out to businesses is usually the smaller businesses are running at a much lower bottom line. They don't have as much profit room uh, to put into this as a large organization would when they are attacked.
0: Yeah. So I think you know, honestly, the biggest ROI in terms of security is to train your employees. And and the funny thing is, right? You have those companies lock their doors to their office when they leave, right? <laughs> right. Which is natural for them. But hackers break in through social engineering. So if you don't train your employees how not to be a target, then it's basically like leaving your door open every day. So, you know, it's opportunistic hackers that come in because I get it. You know, the ones that are willing to invest in hacking a company may not target those smaller companies, but opportunistic hackers will definitely, you know, get in. It's easy targets. Why not? That's right. Yeah, and then, so, with,
1: then with the recent events, I, th- I think we've even been seeing more of an increase in third-party attacks, um, using third parties to gain entrance to a, uh, another organization.
0: Totally. So you, so you have those smaller businesses that are servicing the exactly. bigger organization, and that's why you know many of my friends that have startups and people that I know, uh, fortunately now need to address this because the bigger companies are doing risk assessment and it's good that they're doing that. They're saying, Hey, you know, like, do you have security awareness? So that's actually a very good forcing action for those companies, because now that it became mandatory, they have to train their employees. You know, it's crazy that they didn't think about it before, but at least now they're doing it. (laughs) So, you know, that's one way to do it. Um, So hopefully more and more bigger organizations, um, will continue this risk assessment for the for their third parties and vendors in order to what can I say force them to shut the front door right you right. know at least partly
2: and a lot of that is you know like what you kind of touched on as far as the employees is the key of it and that bringing that a security awareness around to the employees and it starts there overall what is your take on it what have you seen as far as the awareness um Are are companies coming on board with that security awareness, targeting their employees and educating them? What are you seeing from your standpoint?
0: So I think, you know, once I think education is important and we also need to remember that it's not only awareness, it's also actual behavior change, because some people are aware they just don't care. (laughs) Right. So, (laughs) So, you know, think about the passwords, right? One, two, three, four, five, six is the most common password. Do they know that it's a weak password? Probably. But convenience is, you know, it's a big factor here and that creates that risk. Again, people don't think they will be hacked. So obviously we have to create that awareness. But what I see, and, you know, that's one of the reasons that I've um, started Wiser. I think there's a lot to do in this awareness space. And I think it needs to be adapted more to this uh, fast pace and short attention span that we live in. And if you want to capture people's attention when you're doing security awareness, you have to be uh, quick and to the point. And I'm sometimes surprised that I see security awareness vendors that are so proud of how long, how many minutes they have in their training, because you know, users don't actually want to see those videos or these training, right? We're forcing them. So be short and to the point. And when I started to do those kids' videos, it was actually challenging because you need to be very short. Their attention span is even shorter, you know, than our adults. And I have three kids and I, when I have to sit them down and, you know, every time I do a video, you know, I have to make them watch this <laughs> and they're getting a notification about every 10 seconds <laughs> and it's almost impossible to grab their attention. So, you know, I made the videos a minute long. It's a format. All, all Wiser videos are a minute long it was actually harder than I thought to, you know, take all that information and squeeze it in. And the response that I'm getting from the market is that, you know, people love this, the the shorter, the better, it's not the longer, you know, I'm not here to, it's not a, a college or university. I skip a lot of the why things, you know, like the intro and I just get right to the point, like how to create a, you know, a strong password. Here is exactly what you need to do. Uh, How to avoid phishing? I don't need to explain to them why phishing is so important. Like, here is how you avoid it. Um, So this is something that I work very hard in, in including in all the videos, have a very clear objective uh, for each video, break them down to biteable content. And it looks like it's working. It's working very well so far. So that's the first step. The second step is adding gamification and, you know, continuous learning and also in context learning. Right. Um, There's so much to do there, by the way, in the in context learning. We can teach people how to create a password while they're logged. you know, when they're creating it. We don't have to, like, teach them before. So when you're setting up your password in an app, think about it. You can, you know, you can advise them. How to create a strong password instead of just saying "Hey, it needs the character here, a character there." Right. Like you can actually train them. So there's a lot to do, I think, in that space, um, and I'm very excited, you know, moving forward, looking where where this is heading.
1: And I want to go back to your point, if you don't mind, about being short. I think that's important for small businesses as well. I mean, businesses of any size. Um, I mean, so so often from the business perspective, security is. Um, a hurt on the company. There's no profit in it. Um, it's yeah. downtime for employees. They have to go to training. They're not working. And if those trainings are short, that's much less downtime for them that they're not doing something that they see as productive for the company.
2: Yeah, I agree. Because if you can tackle that short time span and they get, they walk away with the same amount of value, they're really going to love that and look forward to the next little nugget or they can get you know, in the next journey. It's yeah. an intriguing yeah. concept in the way you're doing it.
0: Thank you. You know, we live in this Instagram world, in stories, in everything. You know, this is what we are used to. So why not take that and implement that into our training? Right. Right. That's how. And think about it. Like advertisers are convincing people to buy their products in 30 (laughs) seconds. So why should we. Make a five-minute video. People think that 5 minutes is nothing. Well, it is a lot. If you're not interested in that topic and we force you to watch five minutes, it feels like endless.
1: And then you get the negative perception as well. That's
2: correct. That's correct. And and even prior. Oh, it's only five minutes. No, it's not only five (laughs) minutes. That's like endless. And even prior going into it, you know, you hear the, okay, we're going to have a security awareness training. (sighs) (laughs) You know, but that little nugget of information is like I said, it's intriguing. That's, that's, that's very good that you're doing that.
0: And obviously, you know, we built it mobile first because we believe that that's where most regular people, you know, hang out. right? Right. And what I've seen is that a lot of people are doing the training over the weekend, which, you know, blew my mind because why would you do that? But if you're getting an email that says, Here's what you need to watch next. It's one minute out of boredom. You click on it, you know, you continue the training. So, but you know what? I actually want to go back to this kids thing because I can talk about Wiser for like (laughs) another hour. Um, If that's okay. Absolutely. Go right ahead. Thanks. So one of the things that I've seen, and I think it's in terms of risk, we tend to think about, phishing emails a lot and, you know, all of those things, but actually social media, the conversations over there are just huge. And I don't know if you've seen that uh, world uh, egg record, I think it's called the picture on Instagram of an egg. It's the most liked uh, picture ever. It has 53.4 million likes and over 3 million comments. So, if you think about it, three million comments, everything is happening over there in that discussion. There is phishing, there is scam, there is spam, there's everything. Exactly. And in one picture, right? In a single picture. And we don't think about it usually. We think about emails, but people interact with that picture of an egg. <laughs> as funny as it may seem, right? They interact with it. And we need to teach people how to you know not get hacked by clicking on links in this type of discussions. And kids are there. Um, they're commenting. They are clicking on links. And there's a lot to do. And some of the risks around kids is, first of all, identity theft. There's right. over a million kids' identity stolen every year in the U.S. alone. And the reason is, is that hackers love kids identity because it's basically clean, right? Mm -hmm. They have no historical, you know, financial uh, history. Mm -hmm. Um, They don't check their credit score. So you can take that social security number, you know, add on top of it. Basically you can build on top of that, your own account, your own identity on top of that social security number. And, you can open bank accounts, so this is actually the identity that
1: is most valuable today. You can use it for 10 is years it's ever even realize, usually.
0: Yeah, if if you look at the you know at the dark web and and people selling identities, kids' identities are worth the most, hmm. and people are not aware of it. It's actually very very valuable. Also, kids have a lot of you know if they have PayPal and they have credit card accounts of their parents without even realizing that attached to those games so if you break into their account now you have access to the parents you know credit card or PayPal and lastly like I said at the beginning if a kid account is you know if you hack into a kid's account then that potentially can hack to the family network to the home network and from there that's it you know you're in every computer so I think that chain is very important to realize and, and everything is connected. It's just we just cannot continuously think about phishing email as the main thing because the future of cyber attacks, I think, is more in messaging apps and in texting and comments and all of that. That's where I think, you know, most of the risk is heading.
1: Really? Yeah, even with that game, uh, what was the name of that game?
2: Which one? The most popular one out there, or
0: Fortnite?
1: Fortnite, so exactly. Yeah, yeah. So where yeah. you have to, where you download the app, and then it, it goes to the where you, you download the APK, and it goes in the background and downloads all the components, and then how that got hijacked, yeah. and so many children are using that.
0: Yeah, you know what you spoke about Fortnite. So there's something called V Bucks. Kids love V-Bucks. It's virtual dollars or whatever you call it. And they use it. So what hackers do, they promote, and you have to buy those V-Bucks, right? It's not free. That's what you use to buy skins and stuff like that. What ends up happening is that hackers are offering V-Buck generators. Mm -hmm. It sounds like a cool thing, right? So, And and if you type V-Bucks generator on YouTube, there's like... Tons of them. And there's also ads for V-Buck, gener- for V-Buck generators. And they're all scams. It's just unbelievable. There's like tutorials. Go here, download this v generator, log in with your Fortnite accounts. Like this is phishing, like right. pure phishing. And it's everywhere on the web. And it's crazy. You know, those kids want those V-Bucks. They you know, log into those VBug generators. They download malware. Basically, those, you know, some of them are online. Some of them you have to download. They end up using their real username and password. Oh. Uh, many times, those VBug generators ask them to verify that they are a human. You know how they do that? They ask you to fill a survey to see that you're real. And they ask for your address. Oh. They ask. For, and, and, and kids put My. it in. And of
2: course, they don't get
0: anything. Yeah, they don't get anything in return. But basically, they say, "Oh, this sucks. It didn't work." But they were just hacked. They don't even realize that. And like I said, this is where the risk is. And if you think it's you know it's only kids, it's adults, right? They want free concert tickets. They're going through the same path. They want, you know, it's Black Friday. There is a huge discount and, you know, whatever brand, here is a free coupon. Same path. You know, you need to download this app. Yeah, you need to download this app. You need to register. You need to give us your, you know, details and we'll give you a coupon. And they're getting nothing. But they were hacked. They just don't
2: realize it. They just don't it. They,
0: realize it. They just think it doesn't work.
2: Unbelievable.
0: <laughs> yeah. And all of this is happening, you know, where? At work. so so, you know we're missing a big part of security awareness and what i was saying at the beginning is you know if we teach people about what's going on and they see the personal benefit of not doing those things they will pay more attention and they will take those same habits to work right so if you have you know if you have bad habits they will apply at work but if you now have good habits they will also apply at work so it's not disconnected so there's a different way to teach people that's what i'm saying it's not just awareness it's just you know change the behavior but making by making it personal
2: that's correct that's correct
0: um if i could have shown you like (laughs) the stuff that is going on there's like you know how easy it is on YouTube to create an account with the same thumbnail and even the same name of a very well-known like YouTuber? And you can comment as if you were him. Nothing stops you from doing that. Right. So people just think they are you know, following a link that was by a specific YouTuber that they love. And it's just a hack. Like I said, it just doesn't end.
1: Yeah, I saw some interesting statistics recently about links in social media. And this was last year. It was estimated that about 25% of links on social media were malicious.
0: Yeah. You know, marketers use social media as a way to get to people. Hackers too. Hackers are marketers. We have to remember. They're, they're in the marketing business. They need to get somebody to click on a the link. They think like marketers. And, you know, that's the way in. Then you have the malware and all of that. But the first, you know, the first way to get in is you need to think like a marketer. And they're good at it. You know, they're doing a good job. It, it, That's the problem. It's
2: interesting that you're, the points that you're making, because if you kind of stand back and look at it, you know, hackers think like marketers, marketers know our social behaviors as well as hackers, but yet mm-hmm. as consumers or um, individuals, sometimes we don't see that we act out a response or instinct, <laughs> but yet marketers mm-hmm. are taking advantage of us as well as hackers. It's, and so it's, it's an amazing concept <laughs> where, like you say, it's self-awareness, like You know, what are you clicking on? What are you doing? Why do you want that? It says for free, but you can't trust that.
0: Yeah. And you know, all it requires is to think a little bit. You know, (laughs) in the old days, there was, you know, a con artist, a con man, and you're gonna spot it somehow with the way he talks, and you actually met the person in many times. Today, it just you know, it's the same techniques, but it's anonymous. And they dress and look like a brand you trust or like a person you trust. And it just became so hard. So people need to be aware that that exists. And I think we just, you know, I'm just going back to this, you know, phishing email because yeah, you know, it's super important, but there is like so much more to it. And I think people are bored from the security awareness, you know, training because it's always the same thing, you know, here is the phishing, you know, pay attention to this. This is core, right? We have to do that, but we we also have to make it personal.
2: I, I agree with you. And just a week ago, I was walking through an organization looking at um, security awareness training going on and looking at the response from the users going through the evaluation. It was just like you said, it was like, okay, we expect the same thing. You, you know, click here, you answer this question, you click here. And there was no real value to it because there was no learning or it was no um, reiterating something that is foundationally should already be known. So it was more, it got watered down to more of like click, click, answer, answer, click, click, done. Okay, going on to the next task.
0: Mm -hmm. Yep. I think there's so much more to do, you know. I started Wiser, like I said, um, I launched it about four months ago and... Started to develop it about a year ago. And it's a saturated market. You, you may think, hey, you know, I'm late to the game. But when I'm looking at what's out there, there's so much to do. There's just so much to do in order to improve what we have today. I think we just need to think more about the end user, about the employee, than to try to be, you know, a security expert.
2: Right, right. more As far as on the behavior side, more than the techn- technological side.
1: So I've been a proponent of... My thoughts have been that we should start teaching cybersecurity in schools, um, mm-hmm. so that children are trained. From your perspective, mm-hmm. um, and with what you're doing, do you think that it's something that should be done, or would be more effective being taught at school, or is that something parents should be teaching using something like?
0: No, Wiser? I, think it, I think it's man, I think it's mandatory because these are things, these are behaviors that we need to be aware of. These are things we need to learn. This, you know, we are preparing our kids to to life. Right. So you know we teach drivers in school. We
1: teach home ec in school. Why shouldn't we be teaching cybersecurity?
0: Yeah. And when I say prepare them for life, I mean about tomorrow, right? (laughs) Not about when you grow up and (laughs) be like, you know, like like today, tomorrow. We have to prepare them for that. So it's super important. Actually, I did uh I created a back to school um campaign where I partnered with uh, Mike Murphy, he is the sheriff of Livingston County, and we're now pushing it out to schools in order and 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 that campaign that page it's on Wiser site it has right now about six videos talking about different aspects of cybersecurity for kids mm. and also questions that parents can use to spark a conversation at home um, because some parents just don't know how to talk about mm. it right like what do I say. Right. So even like you have to help them. So those questions and answers are, it's not answers, it's more guidance. You know, this is what you need to ask your kid. And this is some of, you know, the follow-up questions that you may want to, you know, if he answers like this or like that. And you don't even have to like, as long as you talk about it and you get them talking, you'll be amazed. You know, I'll give you another example. And it's just, it's crazy. Like sexting. It's, you know, sending inappropriate pictures of kids. uh, I'm talking about kids specifically. And the statistics show that one out of four kids have been sexed. Now, they are looking at social media. They are looking at all those influencers. And those guys, those, those people on social media are proud, you know, sexting. They're talking about it. They are leaking videos. They are. So those kids are looking at that and they don't understand that if they do it, it's child pornography. Right. They, they just don't realize that. Yeah, they think it's they know that it's not good behavior, but they think that it's probably fine if they're not including a face. Right. right. So they're just taking pictures of part of the body. Um, they don't understand that it's illegal. They think it's maybe not good, but they don't understand that they can be registered as sex offenders and right. that can influence their entire life. Right. I don't think parents realize that they're getting those pictures. Like they just don't know it. So if you even ask your kid, hey, do you know what sexting is? And <laughs> have you ever heard about anybody at school that have sexed or being sexed? They will be surprised with their answers because almost every kid either has received this type of you know messages or knows of people at school
2: right
1: and
0: but the parents just don't know
1: and on what you mentioned about not including faces well, that doesn't matter to the cyber criminals they can take the metadata out of that image and they can get all kinds of information yeah.
0: totally and also kids forward that you know so they bre- they're immature right so they break up and now they can you know Start sending pictures for the fun, or they don't. They, they send it over Snapchat because they think it will get deleted. But you know they know that somebody can take a picture of that, and they still do it. And again, as parents, we need to realize that, and we need to educate that educate them because that can lead to blackmail. That can lead to a lot of things that we really, really don't want for our kids to go. You know, exactly. to go through. It's dangerous. It's physically dangerous. So there's a lot to do there. And on the other side of the spectrum, which is even more interesting, I think, it's that many of those hackers are actually kids. And that's how that goes like to a whole new topic where <laughs> where kids are... Either actually hacking, you know, for fun, their friends and others, or they are a lot of apps out there that offer free accounts for Hulu, for Spotify. Right. They're totally free. Right. And those kids, you know, you can get either one a day, one free account a day if you want for free. And we're talking about a hacked account. Or you can pay $3 a month and you can get unlimited. And what they do then, they start to become brokers because they're going to Discord, you know, game servers, chat servers, and they're starting to offer those hacked accounts for free. Right, right. They honestly think they're like, it's nothing because, yeah, with Spotify, with Hulu, you can get up to 10 connections. So you know, we're not really locking that person out of his account. All we're doing is just selling his account. But (laughs) there it's that password probably that is used for his bank account or other account that that person is using. They just don't realize what they're doing. Right. Right, right. And, and they are actually, the game servers are full of that, including for porn sites. So we parents sometimes say, no, we don't want to, you don't need a Spotify premium account or, So they just go around us, right? They just go to the game server; it's everywhere, and they open that chat and they just, you know, get one for free or acquire it for three bucks. Some kids have, you know, PayPal, so they just do it, or they use it to make money—just easy money. And then back, they just resell them.
1: What you mentioned earlier—the non-distinguishing between home and business—so then you've got these compromised devices on your network, who knows what they're yeah. capturing, looking for. Yeah.
0: yeah. And think about it. Those kids are sometimes the ones that resell or the ones that buy them are sometimes the victim. Right. Like the joke is on them right. because they're dealing with hackers. So they're, they're give, they're signing up in order to get that free account. Now they're hacked. So it's like an endless loop, Right.
2: right. Amazing, so, it's a jungle. So, in your approach, you know, you're educating kids um, the, the dangers of cybersecurity. At the same time, you're educating adults as well. Or you just are you focusing on both sides of that, or just focusing on the just the the kids aspect?
0: So, from a company point of view, I focused on businesses, mm-hmm. SMB businesses, and some bigger companies. Um, but I just think that everything is connected. I just my videos and my content became so much better when I started to look outside the company right. because a lot of the risk is there and I'm bringing that into the corporate, you know, training because I think it's important. I think that's also part of the differentiator with wiser that it's not just the basic things, you know, we all went through. I'm always out there talking, looking, understanding, and taking all those new risks that are actually very, very common and bringing that into the workforce, teaching them, making it personal so they can, you know, be better at behaving securely at work. Okay, okay great. So it's a totally, so Wiser is, is a full-blown security awareness solution It tracks employees' progress. It includes all the videos. Um, It tracks that people are completing the, you know, are watching the videos, completing the quizzes, uh, passing the training. It it provides reports. We're now including also phishing simulation, um, gamification, and all of that. It's just that I think that you know I'm so passionate about the kids part, and I think it just brings so much value also to the employee awareness um training
2: i agree and totally agree because you know here you're talking about that aspect here you have as far as the kids now i'm focusing on you have a a market that pretty much they're tech savvy but yet immature Uh, you know so almost the top the total opposite of some adults rather so that's an interesting Mm -hmm. target right there for hackers It's, it's, it's intriguing what you're saying
1: and like yep. was it Abraham Lincoln that said today's children are tomorrow's leaders that is correct
2: <laughs> that is correct
1: five ten years there they are going to be the ones in the organizations
0: yeah and, and you can teach them to be the thing is security is cool think about it they the difference between a hacker and a security guy is the intention <laughs> right? they, true they have similar <laughs> skills so if it's cool to be a hacker it can be cool to be you know a security guy. Right. So, why don't we take those kids and teach them how to be security experts? There's more money there.
2: Than, Absolutely. You know, <laughs> trying
0: to be a hacker. So, why go that path? That's true.
1: So, and you don't have to watch so your back all do. the time.
0: <laughs> there's so much we can do, and, you know, there's so much leverage going to kids and, and talking to parents and have all that in be incorporated to the employee security awareness training.
2: That's great, very valuable. So
1: before we go, uh, unless you have another topic you wanna to talk about, um, could you tell us a little bit about the actual WISER platform and how it works, um, uh, particularly for a small business?
0: Yeah, so uh, why the like I said, basic, the, the basic, basic version of WISER is completely free meaning there's no catch here there is no like oh you have to upgrade in order to actually make it work it's not a trial it's free forever um you log in it takes about 30 seconds it's a SaaS solution you don't need to download anything Um, like i said it was developed mobile first Um, once you log in you can see the different training that we have and you can invite users they get a link They uh, sign up and they start to do their training. The administrator can see their progress. There is a nice nagging system that nicely asks them to complete training. Uh, You know, emails like, hey, we're going to take a coffee machine if you don't complete this. You know, like funny stuff. (laughs) Um, And it motivates them. You know, people, you know, it puts a smile and they're willing to sometimes, you know, take that extra step to watch that next one minute video. Um, So that's the basic version. Now we're introducing, and I think that's great for um, the SMB market. It's great for MSPs to add into their stack. I think it's, you know, very important um, component of security. And then there is the um, upgraded version, which we're releasing soon. That one has the phishing simulation It has additional compliance training such as HIPAA, GDPR, and so forth. You know, hopefully, hoping that some people, you know, some companies will convert to the paying version, you know, some will be fine with the free, Um, but that's basically the concept. Um, Just like I believe, you know, I, I, I truly believe that in order to spread it out there and to to create that awareness we have to either make it um free so every that it's you know available for everyone or affordable to companies that want to take it you know one step further right yeah that's it i can talk forever about Wiser, <laughs> so it's up to you guys <laughs> well
1: i am definitely gonna <laughs> i don't want to be a sales guy I'm here i'm definitely going like, to look you know... into it a lot deeper <laughs> than i have been it's, i mean what i've used of it so far is very nice i love it
0: You know, we're we're improving all the time. Uh, The more I do video for kids, the more I look back at the early videos that I've done and I like, it's like an art thing, right? I want to do them again. (laughs)
2: Uh,
0: (laughs) Like it just doesn't end the, the things that you learn as you get deeper and deeper into this space. And it just doesn't end. Like the hackers are creative. People are creative. Marketers are creative. So there's like endless Endless possibilities there, and endless risks.
2: Right, things are always changing. I always want to relook at everything and do it differently or do it better.
0: Yeah, yeah, wow. and it's exciting times. I think there's a lot to do in that space. I see, you know, since I started, it's only been like I said four months, and last time that I looked, we had over 300 organizations signed up hmm. to use Wiser. Hmm. Which you know, was like crazy for me, cool. and I'm talking about organizations, not even employees. Like you know, and and so many requests for you know additional stuff. So it really made me so much busier than I expected. But I'm happy. You know, it's it's looking good, and I and I'm happy that people are getting trained and seeing value in this. Uh, I was hoping to start you know originally to start sell a little bit later. But, you know, people, people want, people want more right now, which is amazing.
2: And that's encouraging that organizations are jumping on. And there are some that's serious about security awareness and training and so forth. So that yeah. is encouraging.
0: You know, they want it. It's not that they don't care. They read, they news. It's really a matter of how much time will it take to implement it? Right. How much time will it waste from our employees and and should we pay for this right now we're low in budget we have other priorities and the fact that we also the user interface is just so simple it's you know when i think about simplicity i don't think only about the videos i think about the entire user interface how can we almost automate everything like less buttons make it easy to start a training Um, there's so many advanced features that are not not necessarily right now. And all of them are always pushing to those advanced tabs. You know, like 99% of the people are good enough with signing up, inviting users. That's it. You don't really even need to set up a training. It's automatically set up for you. Just invite users. That's it. And it just became easy. I know we're running out of time, but you know, one thing
2: I would like to say is, you know, I was always looked at it like this. Back in the days of even um, computer techs, I used to believe that everybody who owned a computer should go to a basic training how to operate that computer. Now, as Mm -hmm. as far as we advance into networks, every business or everyone who has a network needs some type of awareness or security training how to protect and how to operate that network. It's a Mm -hmm. level of ownership at both levels or at all levels. So as far as security awareness programs and making it easier, intuitive, um, I'm all for it. Especially I, with the shortage I of totally cybersecurity
1: professionals, we have. I mean, especially for small businesses, um, they can't afford to hire a full-time security person most of the time. Um, the, the demand is high for them. The pay expectancy is high. So, yeah. why not turn your team into your security analysts and let them be your eyes in your organization? That's right.
2: That's right.
0: And also, if you want to, if you want them to understand security and what it takes to secure the organization. You have to start with awareness. Exactly. How can you, as an MSP or whatever, how can you sell them security if they have, you know, if they don't understand about security? So start off with awareness. That's the building blocks for improving their security posture.
2: Mm. Mm, Correct. That's good. Well,
1: you have definitely given a ton of useful information and I'm sure our listeners will, uh, Love everything you've said. Could you, before we go, could you tell us if someone is interested in Wiser Training, um, where exactly they can find that?
0: So it's Wiser with a Z, -Z W-I-Z-E-R-training.com. That's the link. Or get-wiser.com. Dash Both links uh, point to the same website and you just register there and that's it.
1: Great. And And I
0: would always love to to get feedback, uh, good or bad, by the way. You know, they both have value. It's always fun to get good feedback, but bad feedback helps you become better. So, um, you know, I would love to get feedback anyways.
1: Well, thank you very much for all of that. Thank you for coming on today. And that's the SMB Cybercast podcast. Thank you again for listening. Please check out our other white papers, roadmaps, and webcasts at www.cyberx.tech resources and our blog at www.cyberx.tech blog. We have lots of guides and roadmaps to help you improve your
2: cybersecurity program. Go check us out, and we'll see you next episode.